Hello everyone, welcome to my very, very first um, episode, I guess is what you would call this. I'm fairly new to this, so I'm open to any critique or anything like that. And yeah, um, so I'm just going to get right into it. My name is Frankie, and um, this is going to be somewhere where me, as well as my friends, are going to be talking about funny life experiences and other stories such as what, the one I will be telling you today. And, um, you know, no time to waste. Should just get right into it. Alright, so in this episode, we're going to be uh, popping off with one very, very interesting um, thing that I've been through. And, and that would be... Um, <laughs> I dated a girl in a cult. Yeah, that was not the most fun experience. Um, and this episode isn't going to be as long as the others because it's only one story. But this is a good place to start. I okay. So this woman's name we'll just refer to her as hmm, Chelsea. Yeah, that's probably a good alias. And so I met this girl. Um, it, it, I started new at my school. Um, this was a while ago. I started new at this uh, brand new school because I got expelled from the other one. If you'd like to find out why, stay tuned to the other episodes. Um, so I got expelled. And because I was expelled, I was starting this new school. I didn't know anybody. Um, and there was this really just, God, beautiful girl that I could not keep my eyes off of. I, I first off saw her when I first walked into the school with my parents in the, um, in the office. So this girl was very charismatic, you know, very funny. So eventually I gathered the courage to go up and talk to her. Um, and we sat together every day and, you know, eventually I asked for a snap and that's where things started to kind of take off. Uh, no red flags, no, no red flags just yet. And when we originally started, you know, I thought, wow, it's just a normal, another normie, you know, another normal, normal girl. <laughs> and I was so excited for that. Thank God, you know, finally somebody. So anyways, we get, uh, I don't know, I want to say about a week or two down the line. And she wants to go out on a date. And I'm like, yeah, I'll come pick you up. And she's like, no, my parents would like to meet you. First. And I'm like, okay, that's perfectly, that's perfectly all right. You know, that's perfectly fine with me. So I go ahead and I, um, you know, head over to her house. Um, you know, and I go there and it's just kind of a strange looking house, you know, unique. And I walk inside. I don't know if you guys know who Baphomet is, but it's like a goat, a goat's head on a human's body. It's very fucking weird. It's one of their gods, I guess. And they have like, it was making a weird gesture, and it was painted as soon as you walk in on their fucking door. And I remember thinking, I was like, wow, that's, that, you know, that's, that's a little weird. Did I leave? No, no, I did not leave this girl, because I thought, you know, I can respect any religion. Oh, God. They were, um, involved in the satanic temple. Uh, you can do your own research on that. You know, um, and, the, and some of their core beliefs are very narcissistic, such as you are your own God, you're the only thing that matters, etc. Um, 
So, you know, the, I, I, I was a little weirded out, but then we go out, you know, and they bring me to this coffee shop, me and her, and the parents are like very on top of us. Seemed like, the, you know, they, they don't want her having much outside world communication. So we go to the coffee shop and me and Chelsea, you know, we, I think that was our alias from earlier. We sit down, you know, we, we have some coffee and we go back to her place. Um, you know, nothing too off the wall yet. So I leave. Um, you know, good day, a little bit weird, you know, them discussing the satanic temple with me. Anyways, I move on to actually go ahead and, you know, continue speaking with her. I, in the back of my mind, you know, it was a little strange, but I wasn't going to say anything. She did start to show uh, characteristics of narcissism and, you know, that was a little weird. And they had these chickens. So I go back, you know, maybe the next weekend, I'd, I'd like to say. I go back and it turns out, you know, they, they have all these chickens. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, you guys are farming or whatever eggs. Didn't say anything. I just, I mean, it was a little weird that they had chickens in such a small space. So <clears throat> they would not let me in her room, you know. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Slick over here. They would not let me in her room. So we go ahead, you know, we, uh, we watch. I think it was Harry Potter, um, on her couch and they, they go back there and these are just baby chickens. They're not ready to be eaten. I'm not against eating meat. You know, they go back, they grab the chicken, they bring it inside. And I guess there's like this back room, um, where they have an altar and things like that. And I guess I, now this is pure assumption. Okay. This is not guaranteed. But I'm pretty sure they fucking killed those chickens. 99% sure they murdered the goddamn chickens. And, because they weren't there the next day, and they weren't ready to be killed. Um, so I'm pretty sure, like, they sacrificed it to the goat man on the wall. And, you know, that really freaked me out, so I quit going over there. Anyways, her parents noticed they invited me over, like, insistently. And insistently. And I go over there, uh, you know, for dinner. and. We're sitting down, we're eating, and they're like, one of the dads is like, Frankie, let me, let me, um, let me show you something. So, so you know, we, we go out back and he starts speaking to me and he's like, you can't do nothing to my daughter because I am a crossroad demon. And you see Jake in there, which was the uncle, uh, but it was a whole cult. Do keep this in mind. So a lot of people lived there. Um, you see Jake in there. I'm like, yeah, he's a werewolf. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, we're destined to be enemies and I could not help myself but laugh um because you know that's that's cheesy as hell um oh my god anyways I, d I ended up not going back there we just kind of hung out at school and things because you know I don't need any of that and she was about to be 17 soon so they have like a whole ritual where they let her go at 17 to do whatever the hell she wants unchaperoned and things so I I end up um you know, continuing to see her. She has this, uh, one friend. They end up kissing. She did cheat. And this is where, you know, it, it becomes stupid teenage. Oh, I love you. Meh, 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 meh. Um, you know, I stayed with her. I believed it was just a mistake. I guess, so, a few months later, this is from her perspective, what I've heard. Um, you know, I was out with my friends, and... So I guess she went out with this guy, not went out, went out, not to my knowledge, at least. It was really a date, but not to my knowledge, to hang out with this, like, 
32-year-old man, which is just fucking strange. At the time, she was 16. And I thought, you know, I told her, I got really mad, because I was like, you know, this is weird. There's no reason you should be hanging out with a 32-year-old man. And she was like, yeah, 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 blah, 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 blah. So we agreed that she could not see him again. Call me controlling, call me whatever you'd like, but I believe, you know, that was in her best interest. Her parents got really mad, you know, didn't see a problem with it. Also, the entire cult was polyamorous, meaning they were okay with cheating and lying and things like that. They were all very narcissistic people. Um, anyways, so we end up going on, and a few months later, you know, I'm of uh, Hispanic reign, so I, I decided to make her some enchiladas, and, you know, I pack it in a little lunch bag, and I'm going to bring them to school for her. And, oh, no mames, we. So, I bring it there, and, you know, she's like, no. She's just being a bitch the whole day. Won't hug me, won't kiss me, none of that. So, you know, I sense something's up. <clears throat> so, I go home. Uh, that day was a football game. I didn't really want to go. I go home. Uh, we get in, like, this very, very small argument that was very ridiculous. I end up calling her uh, dumb for not eating my enchiladas. I worked hard on them, you know, that wasn't cool. I ended up giving them to my friend anyways. And when I, um, when I called her dumb, I got blocked on everything. And then my friend sends me, like, screen records her story of her fucking the 32-year-old man in the bed. <laughs> and I could not believe my eyes. I mean, I was very upset, obviously. I was ready to go kill the guy. And, you know, that's, that's where it ended up that's where it ended uh, our relationship because you know that's fucking disgusting she it turns out she had been texting me while having this 32 32 year old pedophile inside of her you know she'd be fucking the guy while um while texting me i'm dedicated to you i love you blah 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 and this was like 10 12 months down down the line <clears throat> so i start working out because i'm like fuck her you know man fuck the world and, um, turns out the pedophile goes to that gym. <laughs> yeah, and we ended up getting into a fight. I got my ass beat, obviously, by the grown man who was 32 and a bodybuilder. He was a very ugly guy. That, that's something I should preference. He was very ugly. I wish I could show you. He kind of looked like a, um, you know those big stones on Easter Island? That's literally exactly... I was face hooked. He was the ugliest dude. And anyway, she texts me. She's like, I regret it all. You know, I wish I would have put a bag over his face. She does start showing up to my home. She, um, she begins to do these sort of things. And I was really freaked out. So I'm, I'm fucking, you know, I'm, I'm like, look, I'm going to have to call the police if you do not stop. Stop this bullshit. Or I'll have my fucking cousin come beat your ass. She's like, whatever. So she quits for a little while. Affair comes up. It is my uh, well, very good friend of mine's birthday, who I, I should hope could be on this podcast one day. So <clears throat> we end up kind of starting to talk a little bit again. Uh, you know, my bad. I'm stupid, obviously. So we go to this fair. I'm like, oh, you're here too. And she's like, yeah, I got no clue why she was there. I kind of have a feeling she was like looking at my snap maps. Um, anyways, we, um, we go there. And, you know, it's me and this guy who's practically my brother. I grew up with this guy. Love this man more than fucking anyone or anything. And so we're there. And we end up, like, going off, doing our thing. My Nina's there. My abuelita. 
Um, you know, and she's just, cause she had to drive us at the time cause my car was broke down. And so we're there. Turns out. So I run into the girl. I'm like, Oh shit. You know, what's going on? This is my, this is my best friend, you know, um, Junior. and she's like, Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> and like, she's there with all the alt girls, you know, um, fucking tampon hair, all the nine yards. And so we're standing there and they start like fucking hugging very intensely, not like a friendly side hug, like a very strong hug. And I already have trust issues because of her. I'm like, okay, this is weird. And then she storms off and said that I didn't talk to her the entire time. That's why she started doing that. I'm like, that's not true at all. And my homie gets on the phone. He's like, no, that's absolutely not true. And, you know, so what she ends up doing is going up to my abuelita and talking to her, I'm, I'm st- I've never been too sure on what, um, but she ended up talking to my abuelita like a crazy psycho bitch and trying to involve her in that. So I was like, look, you're fucking off your whacker. You are a sick, sick, sick human being. And I, you know, I have absolutely no interest. I, I don't need this in my life anymore. You know, it had been about a year and a half at this point. You know, and it was, it was very, very stressful. And yeah, you know, a bitch who sacrifices chickens and hails to a goat god is probably not the best option for you, my friends. And yeah, that's where, uh, that's where I ended up. That is the end of that. I hope everybody enjoyed, you know, this, uh, kind of starter episode. Um, interact as much as you can or as much as you're willing. Um, Remember, this is the midnight, um, and now I'm going to kind of speak more about what we're going to be doing here and things. I just wanted to get off right into the story to catch your attention. Now that you're hooked and that you're here to stay, <clears throat> I'd like to speak about, I don't really know. Yes, I do. I apologize. So the reason I named this podcast show, this show, whatever, this radio, whatever the hell you want to call it, um, the midnight is because, <clears throat> is because... I don't, I honestly, I just really like the name and I record during the days because I work really long hours or I'm too busy. Um, and I'm a really huge night owl. You know, I live off for like three to four hours of sleep. Don't know how I do it, but I do. And I feel perfectly fine. Um, you know, and we're going to have a bunch of different people on here talking about all sorts of different stuff, life experiences, funny life stories, you know, things like that. We're going to have guests on the show. We're going to have, you know, the whole nine yards. And I hope you guys can really, really enjoy this and everything that we do here. And thank you all for tuning in. I will see you next time. Remember, this is the midnight.